Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on July 4th, Lord's Day Service. We come now to our time of confession of sin. Our exhortation comes from Titus 3, 1 through 3, which is, Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others, and hating one another. I gave an exhortation back in October about covetousness, and this morning I'm going to talk a little bit about the sin of envy, which on the surface may appear to be the same thing. Envy and covetousness seem like they're basically the same thing, right? Well, covetousness is simply desiring what someone else has, right? So it's wanting the thing. And the solution that we pointed out in that exhortation was to pursue counting blessings and focusing on gratitude as a solution to, to uh, covetousness. It's, it's, um, it's not enough a lot of times to be told what not to do. We need to be told what to do. And it's a real help as we, as we repent or turn away from sin to turn to something. So gratitude to God um, and counting your blessings is, a, is an act of turning away from the sin of covetousness and turning towards something that is right and good. But I want to talk about today about envy. And envy, I believe, is a much more sinister um, sin than covetousness. If there was a, a rating scale of evil... Um, I would want to put envy higher on the list or or, or worse um, than the sin of covetousness. And again, covetousness, it's a hard word, I'm going to be saying it a lot, um, is, is really just desiring what someone else has. But here's the dictionary definition of envy. Envy is a feeling, quote, of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or fortune. You see, envy isn't just wanting someone else's stuff. In fact, it may not even be wanting their stuff. It's an attitude of resentment or anger towards the person because of their good fortune or because of their stuff. Of course, it's related to covetousness. But if you haven't, and if you haven't cultivated a habit of gratitude, of counting your blessings, then you are going to fall into covetousness. You're going to see your neighbor's stuff and you're going to want it. But envy is looking at what someone else is, who someone else is, what they have, and being angry about it. It's a desire not just to have their stuff, it's a desire for them them not to have it. You see, it's more of a perversion. Envy is a perversion, a further perversion of covetousness. Because instead of just wanting what someone has, you convince yourself that you're in the right and that they somehow are in the wrong because they have something that you don't. You say to yourself, I don't get to have that thing, and they have it. Why is that so? That can't be fair. It's their fault that they have that thing. And we can see this, of course, on full display in our world around us right now with Marxism, cultural Marxism, Black Lives Matter, the critical race theory stuff. It's this idea of punishing people for their privilege. And and hear me here, all of that is 100% envy. 
It's this sin that we're talking about. It's not fair that they have something, and I'm angry with them about it. My anger is righteous. It's righteous indignation that they have privilege and they deserve punishment. This is envy, and it's really just a short step away. Envy is really just a short step away from hatred. And if we're filled with hate for our brothers, Scripture tells us we cannot have the love of God. 1 John 4.20 says, If anyone says, I love God, and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, whoever loves God must love his brother. And so, this exhortation about envy is a big deal. Envy is not a sin to be trifled with. It puts our very souls in danger. Envy seeks to displace God and his word and his justice and to replace it with self, of self-righteous hatred for those who have more than you do. The exhortation today is to turn away from all envy, to recognize it when, you're, when you feel some sort of twinge or, 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 or uh, um, feeling of envy, to recognize it and to repent of it. And the first and most important thing to do if you're dealing with the sin of envy, the first and most important thing, and this is true of most sin, is to recognize it and to name it accurately. So saying to yourself when you're in that moment, my anger and my grouchiness towards this person is really just envy. I hate that she is so pretty. I hate that her life seems to be so easy. And she seems to have all the things that I wish I could have, but I can't seem to ever get. That's evil. That's envy. And it's wrong for me to be full of resentment towards her because she has stuff. That's something I have to repent of. So that's naming it accurately, and that's the first thing. Of course, once you've named it, once you've identified it, then confess it to God. And if you've acted on that, on that sin uh, towards that person, if you've been mean to them or you've slighted them in some, some obvious way, then go, you need to go repent to them as well. The second thing, um, because, again, because envy is a perversion, a further perversion of covetousness, we've got to double down on gratitude, on counting our blessings. And it can be a fun game. I, I, I encourage you to, to, uh, to try this exercise at home. Count your blessings at the dinner table. Go around the table. Hey, everybody list five things that you're grateful for. We'll go around the circle and no repeats. What you'll find if you actually start to cultivate this habit in your home is that there is a lot to be grateful for. It's almost endless, in fact. You'll find that things, you're, you're thanking God and listing uh, gratitude for lungs that work properly, right? Or, or clouds or the blueness of the sky. Or as our daughter recently, Beatrice at the table, was thankful for potatoes, right? It's all good, right? It's all stuff we can be thankful for. Um, it, and it really is ridiculous how many things we have to be grateful for, um, even the least of us. Uh, to, to even the least of us, God has been extravagant in his blessings. So recover this habit of cultivating and exercising gratitude in, in, as we turn away from envy. And finally, one last way to avoid envy is to serve, is to serve those who are in need. James 1.27 says, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Some of the folks in our church volunteer at the Downtown Rescue Mission. Um, uh, many just came back from Camp Barnabas. Um, and it's easy for us 
who live in our little suburban bubble to lose sight of all of the things that we ought to be grateful for. Everyone on our street, you know, has nice cars. You know, most of them have two cars. You'll see a boat here and there. And, and if we were to actually kind of zoom out and look at it, this is really extreme opulence, really. I mean, we, we, we live very privileged lives, really all of us. And so, um, and so serving people who are less privileged, people who really have wondered where their next meal is going to come from, people who really haven't had access to health care, people who really, um, really have struggled, um, is a way of recalibrating our frame of reference from zoomed into our little bubble where we get grouchy because there's a detour and now we have to drive seven minutes instead of five to get to the grocery store where we have endless supply of cheap food of any kind at our fingertips. Instead of getting grouchy about these goofy little things, you, you, you recalibrate and remember how incredibly blessed you are. So um, when we do this, it's a, it's a wonderful way of reminding us of how petty our complaints are and also um, a reminder that if you live in this country in this time and place of how privileged you really are. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. <laughs>